Hey everybody, today on Rotto Runs Through, we are going to engage in a little crowd sorcery. Which means, folks, I have once again spent many, many hours digging through all of the different crowdfunding campaigns on Kickstarter, GameFound, and BackerKit that will be ending their runs in the next two weeks. And I have pulled out the best of the best, the ones that really jump out at me. And what do I mean by that? Uh, I'm talking about games that work well with two players that are... Uh, uh, heavier, crunchier, not really party game kind of guy over here. Definitely want a little meat on the bones and also games that tend to avoid any direct player versus player. So, if you're like me, then some of these might catch your fancy. And without further ado, let's start talking about them. Now, the first four have actually already been covered on the channel. Either myself or Shay have done previews for these. So, I'm going to get through them pretty quick because you can always just watch my actual run through, which, by the way, is in the links down the show notes. And also down the show notes, there's links to all the crowdfunding campaign pages for these two, if you want to check them out in greater detail. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. But I've waffled long enough. Let's start talking about... Pampero, which ends its run on November 10th. So you've got a little bit more time to check out this very big, ambitious, and very, very heavy, one of the heaviest, if not the heaviest games that Jen and I have played this year. Uh, it looks gorgeous. It is all about um, building up a green power infrastructure in Uruguay. It's based on real-world events and only Oh my gosh, folks, if you like heavy business simulations, you'll definitely, well, you just do not want to miss Pampero ending its run on November 10th. And like I said, you can check out my preview to get a better idea of how it plays. Okay, after that, we have got Race to the Raft, another one that I did a preview for. Uh, there's Frank West, the designer, and uh, he's very excited about it. Actually, if I recall correctly, this is just him talking for a bit. Let's go ahead and scroll down and actually show the game. This is a cooperative sequel to Isle of of cats. It is a fun, crunchy, puzzly game that Jen and I really enjoyed as we try to get the last cats from um, the island onto safety on this raft while big, gigantic, crazy-shaped polyomino tile pieces representing all the fire of the island burning down are chasing those cats. A lot of fun. Uh, again, you can check out the preview to see why Jen and I really enjoyed this, uh, especially some of the uh, limited communication rules, which is something I always appreciate too. So that is Race to the Raft, which ends on November 10th as well. Then we have got Delta. Oh my goodness. This is a very, very cool deck building game all about exploring a steampunk uh, Delta with multi-use cards that also function in a worker placement mechanism. And uh, the cards also borrow from one of Alexander Pfister's greatest designs of all time, the Mombasa Sky Mines um, Black out Hong Kong method of uh, getting your cards back via multiple depots. The game production is great. The gameplay is fantastic. And if you, again, if you want to know more, check out my preview. And you've got a little bit more time because this ends its run on November 11th. 
Okay, after that, we've got Life of the Amazonia, which Shay did a great run-through for, and I loved it. I really enjoyed watching Shay give it a go. This is about trying to um, save the rainforest, the Amazon rainforest, and repopulate it with uh, animals that work well in harmony with each other and with nature, so you really have to pay attention to the different needs of the animals as you're doing tiling to uh, build this game out. It's got amazing components, a wonderful message, and a really solid gameplay, and you can watch Shay uh, demonstrate it. You've got until November 11th to check out Life of the Amazonia. Okay, after that, we're getting into new stuff that has not been covered on the channel. And on November 11th, we are will be seeing the end of the run of the campaign for Alhambra, the Red Palace. And this is really interesting to me. Alhambra is a modern classic. It won the Spiel des Jahres. It's been around forever. Multiple big box expansions. And designer Dirk Hen has finally, what is this now? 15 years after the original game came out, something like that, has revisited it. And oh, over 20 years ago. Um, apparently, uh, it's a, he has revisited and created a sequel. This is not an expansion. This is a new take. The same core idea of tiling to build an Alhambra is still there. You're still paying for all the stuff with multicolored uh, money cards. But there are a bunch of really cool new elements that have been uh, put into the game, including um, three-dimensional little wooden buildings uh, that create so much more variety and replayability. I played Alhambra many, many years ago, and I haven't actually gone back, but you know, as I was looking through this Kickstarter campaign page and remembering just how brilliant, how deservedly lauded the original Alhambra is, this is something I am definitely interested in, a sequel uh, that enhances and improves on a, you know, a game from 20 years ago. How do you um, suffuse that with new modern game design elements like greater replayability through lots of uh, unique player setup? Well, the Red Palace will let you know, and you've got until November 11th to back that campaign. Okay, let's move on then to the next one. Oh my goodness, Tesseract, which ends on November 11th. This looks really, really cool. A cooperative game where players are trying to decipher the mysteries of the Tesseract, which threatens to blow up the world. But what is the Tesseract? It's a gigantic cube of cool custom dice, all stacked up uh, in the center of the board, and we are taking turns literally pulling dice out of this Tesseract and trying to create strings and sets on our own little boards so that we can actually program the diffusing containment device that will keep the thing from doing whatever mysterious alien thing it's going to do. Players have unique special powers. They're there's all kinds of cool, um, you know, eventy type cards that come into play, and just the central idea of this tesseract looks so freaking cool. And this game promises, uh, from what I've seen, to be incredibly. Uh, interactive between players. Because when I it's my turn I take something off, I could take it, not for me, but for you. We can trade things back and forth as we uh, unravel the mysteries of the Tesseract, which ends its run on November 11th. Looks really, really cool. I'm really excited about this one. Kind of wish we could have covered it for the channel. But anyway, let's move on to the next one. Oh, this is adorable. Cosmoctopus. Uh, this is a sweet, charming, little uh, engine-building game that's going to be ending its run 
Comic-Con on November 15th. The core gameplay is really simple. There is a cosmic octopus, the Cosmoctopus, that is moving around on a grid on your turn. You move it from one place to another and activate the tile it lands on to collect resources, to uh, cosmic resources, to be able to basically fulfill recipes. I'll be honest, um, you know, this is a pretty straightforward, standard-looking, uh, nice little gateway Euro with wonderful presentation. The the um, the the card art, the sense of humor, and the Cosmoctopus itself, which is always turning to look at you when it's your turn, just looks really great. But what really pulled me into this was that it has a very, very cool solo-slash-co-op mode where there are cosmic investigators trying to chase after the Cosmoctopus and putting down, basically, um, uh, landmines that you have to try to maneuver around as you move the Cosmoctopus where you need to go to get the resources you need. And that looks really cool to me. The way that the co-op slash solo mode is set up seems really sharp, and I really want to give that a go. Plus, I mean, the presentation is just so incredibly charming. I, I had to give a nod to Cosmoctopus, which ends on November 15th. Okay, then let's move on to Oathsworn Into the Deepwood, the second edition. Now, this is a game that we uh, covered on the channel. Shay did a run-through for it, and I joined him for the final thoughts because, oh my gosh, here's my elevator pitch for this game, folks. Having not played it, but um, everybody in the world... Oh my god, look at me. Look how ridiculous I look there. I look like I'm the only crazy person in this uh, little video. But... Um, to me, this is the true heir apparent to the greatness of Gloomhaven. A lot of publishers have tried to follow in Gloomhaven's footsteps, putting big, ambitious, cooperative fantasy adventure games with tons of replayability and a big focus on combat. We've seen so many of them over the years. I've played a bunch of them myself. Uh, we've covered a bunch of them on the channel. But nothing compares to Oathsworn. There is so much amazing, brilliant gameplay concepts in the way this works. Uh, I'm literally jealous of the fact that Shay covered it for the channel because I should have been the one to cover it. And it is now available again for just a little bit more time, folks. Its uh, campaign ends on November 15th. You can watch Shay's run-through to see what it's all about. Oathsworn, the second edition. Then, let's talk about Canvas. Finishing Touches. I covered Canvas many, many years ago. An incredibly wonderful and surprisingly crunchy card drafting game where we're drafting these see-through um, cards that represent elements of beautiful works of art. And we're trying to create our works of art. It was incredibly popular, won all kinds of awards. And now, this new deluxe edition that has these really cool um, stands you can actually put your finished works of art in, plus new gameplay um, in the expansion. If you ever saw my run-through or anybody covering Canvas, folks, well, it is back now with the new Finishing Touches expansion. And again, go watch my original preview from years ago to see just how beautiful and deep, while incredibly simple and smooth and elegant playing. So glad to see it back, although it ends its run on November 15th. Canvas finishing touches. All right, how about we move on then to a new one for me, Aqua Gardens, the Beachcombing expansion. Now, I never played the original Aqua Gardens. It looked nice. Uh, it's kind of a time track game, you know, like um, Thebes or... Uh, Glenn Moore, all about trying to make the best aquarium. I always thought, oh, that looks good, but probably a little bit too lightweight for me and Jen. We're heavier gamers. Um, <clears throat> but it has really great components and seems like rock-solid time-track style gameplay. This new expansion 
completely elevates the game because um, now, instead of just trying to collect animals for your aquarium, you're doing that, doing set collection elements uh, on a rondelle and a time track simultaneously, but you're also beachcombing, picking up all the junk off the beach, trying to clean up and getting more cool elements, uh, you know, curios and whatnot that I guess you can sell in your aquarium shop. This, like, doubles the complexity of the game. And the game was already very well received. Really pretty game, lots of great components, good solid gateway gameplay, but now with the beachcombing expansion, I think it takes the game to the next level because you've literally got twice as many things. Um, You're not only worried about your aquarium, but you're worried about cleaning up the environment by combing the beach. Something my wife and I have done many times. We love going to the beach and we will often take plastic bags and pick up trash. So, um, you know, a game that celebrates that and takes a gateway game and makes it more crunchy and, uh, something more in Jen's and my wheelhouse? Yes, please. It looks fantastic. It's Aqua Garden Beachcombing, and it ends on November 16th. Okay, the next expansion is on Backer Kit, uh, which is Spirit Island Nature Incarnate. I did a run-through for Spirit Island a million years ago, and through many, many board game calls, Spirit Island has always remained in our collection, no matter what, because it is uh, widely regarded, and rightfully so, as one of the great greatest modern designer co-ops of all time because of, well, so many things. You can watch my original run-through and final thoughts, or you can watch the more recent video that Shay did as well, um, showing off just how great this game is. Um, and there is now new content for it. So if you're ever thinking, hey, if I'm ready for a super heavy crunchy co-op where we play the spirits of the island trying to push back the colonizers instead of being the colonizers for a change, you might want to check out Spirit Island Nature Incarnate, which ends on November 17th. Okay, and then the last one, folks, and it's another uh, expansion reprint. It is Role Player Adventures Gold Pack Secret. It ends on November 18th. I covered uh, Roleplay Adventures when it was on Kickstarter a while ago, and this is a wonderful game that allows you to create a custom fantasy character and go on tons of adventures, and with really, really smart dice um, uh, conflict and event resolution. This is not a simple game of, oh, just roll the dice and see if you got enough successes to, you know, pass your test. Here, you roll the dice and then all the cards that represent your skills, your items and whatnot, let you manipulate the dice. So every test you try to complete is a brilliantly fun little puzzle to solve. But the game also features really, really deep storytelling. This has got some of the most big um, impactful decisions you can make that create a branching narrative. A lot games do that, and it's just like, oh, well, on the way to the throne room, you went to the dungeon, or you went to the bathroom, but either way, you still went where you're going. Here, your choices really change the world. And so this expansion, you can get the base game, and you can get the expansion, which adds more world to expand. I've always loved the idea of taking a character that I created in Roleplayer, one of the one of my top 50 games of all time, and then bringing it into a full-on narrative board game adventure, and more adventure stuff means more great Great elements in Roleplayer Adventures, um, the reprint, plus Gold Packs is Secret, ending on November 18th. And that's it, folks. But you know what? I'm going to call an audible. I'm going to go back to Aqua Gardens Beachcombing because I forgot one more thing that was very exciting about this. Um, you know, the publisher is uh, giving access to some of their other content they've done as well. And it's way down here at the bottom of a very, very, very long um, Kickstarter page. 
Ostia. This game, when it was on Kickstarter last year, I was so excited for this. This looks like an absolutely brilliant game. So let me just give you one more reason uh, to check out, what was it? The uh, Aqua Gardens Beachcombing uh, campaign ending on November 16th. Because while you're at it, you can get an add-on for Ostia, which just looks like um, one of the coolest pick-up-and-deliver games. And that's saying something, because I don't like pick-up-and-deliver uh, games that I have ever seen. So, another thing to check out there. And, um, phew! That's it, folks. We are done um, with our sorcery. We'll put our crystal balls away. And uh, hopefully, if there are any of those you're interested in, like I said, there's links for them down in the show notes if you want to jump right to any of those campaigns. Um, and uh, in the meantime, hey, while you're clicking on stuff, why don't you go on ahead and subscribe? And uh, Or why don't you click on any of those things over there? You've got, I don't know, 10, 15 seconds left to do it. So I'm just going to stare at you until you do it. Do it! Do it! Do it! I'm trying to do a Shia LaBeouf. I've never actually done a Shia LaBeouf. I mean, no, it's more like this, right? Do it! Do it! It works better if I'm standing, I think. <laughs>